I speak to you today in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Good Friday. A very bright child once asked me a very important question during one of our Sunday school classes in a former parish. She said, if Good Friday was the day that Jesus died, what makes it so good? It's a wonderful question. One filled with the innocence and wisdom that comes from only one source, child. Jesus tells us that unless we become like a child, we will never enter into the kingdom of heaven. Well, that child got me thinking about this day we call Good Friday. What is so good about this day? Why do we call it by that odd name? And today I would like to share with you why I believe this day is called good. Now off the top of my head, when faced with this wonderful question, I answered in a very simplistic way. I have studied the English language a little bit, and I have learned where this term has come from. We say Good Friday in the same way that we say goodbye. Goodbye comes from an old phrase, God be with ye. It was a blessing extended between friends meant to guard them against the enemy. And so it was with Good Friday, God's Friday, the day that Jesus died. But I've been doing a lot of thinking about my answer. And while this answer that I gave that child at the time is a satisfactory one, I feel there's something more. There's something deeper going on to this Good Friday, this God's Friday. On this day, we gather in, in somber silence and we retell the story of Jesus' betrayal and death. On this day, we gather in mourning for the death of our Lord Jesus. It is a moving day, a day of great emotion, a day of great self-examination. Good Friday. On this day, we are faced with the true humanity of Jesus. At the age of 33, he is cruelly put to death. And for what? Many times when a young person has died, the family inevitably asks, why? Why did this happen? And I, as the ordained person in the room, have no answer to that question. It is hard to look at a grieving family, a mother, a father, a spouse, and say, I don't know. This answer does not help at all. And in fact, oftentimes it makes things worse because we all feel this need to put our finger on the reasons for life. And when we are faced with the mystery of death, 
we do not like the answers that we find there. Mary, the mother of our Lord, must have been asking that very same question. The apostles and the other disciples must have been asking that very same question as they gazed upon the agony that Jesus suffered on the cross. Why is this happening? Mary and the beloved disciples stand at the foot of the cross, helpless and confused. Yet through the pain, through the agony, Jesus was able to help them, to give them hope for the future. From the agony of the cross, Jesus cares so much for his mother that he draws himself up. And when you're nailed to a cross, in order to really speak and be heard, you have to pull yourself up onto the nails that your airway can become free. He draws himself up on the pain of the cross and he speaks. Jesus says, behold your son. He says this to Mary, not to draw her attention to his suffering, but to show her the way to cope through her mourning. He was directing her to let the beloved disciple care for her. To look not on his suffering, but to the care of herself. There, from the wood of the cross, hanging upon nails of iron, Jesus forms what we have come to call the church. Jesus is telling his mother that life will go on. In her darkest hour, as she watches her son's life ebb away, He reminds her that all is not lost. Jesus creates that great mystery that is the church so that we may care for each other throughout our lives so that we can be a support to each other in our times of need, grief, mourning, and sorrow. While hanging from the wood of the cross, On nails of iron, Jesus forms our community. A community that is not afraid to see past our own pain, to see past our own suffering, to help others through their pain and suffering and thereby relieve our own. Good Friday. We must be bold. And, and risk something extremely difficult. If the suffering of Jesus is to have any meaning at all, we must be truthful to ourselves. Admit that we are sinners in need of Jesus' help. When we do that, when we look into the mirror and honestly say, I am a sinner, God help me, then we will be on the journey that leads to the resurrection. Jesus had to die so that he could rise again, so that, Je- so that God could make that great choice to end death forever. There is no Easter without Good Friday. There is no new life without repentance, and there is no resurrection without death. If we are brave enough to do it, 
that we can reach out and take for ourselves the great benefits of Jesus' passion. And those benefits are the salvation of our souls. Blessed are the wounds that Jesus suffered for me. Blessed are those who know they are saved through those wounds. Good Friday is good because in the course of it, we journey through the pain of self-examination so that we may die to what is evil within ourselves and be reborn in holiness and righteousness because of the sacrifice that Jesus made for each and every one of us. Good Friday. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen.